closest thing we still have to real sports. Correct. So obviously, you know, with all sports being dead, we you know we looking for something to. It's gone. The light. It's, it's left. Will it ever return? I know not. There is only darkness. I sit at the window to the internet, browsing Twitter, refreshing every fifteen minutes, praying to minutes. God there's some sort of announcement. <laughs> Opening day has been <laughs> announced for some time, but this tweet never comes. So still, I wait. <laughs> so let me just say this. So iRacing obviously is what racing fans have, or NASCAR fans have, that's the closest thing to you know, watching their favorite drivers race. Yeah, yeah. Now, iRacing, while great, they're not racing for money. They're not racing for... Some of them aren't even racing for pride, honestly. Well, yeah, no kidding. And I even saw today that the sponsorships for these cars are basically just, they're not, teams aren't charging these teams to put, you know, sponsor that car. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me say this. That I mean, listen, just make it like 500 bucks to a charity or something. Well, here's the thing. So there are some teams that actually, uh, like for example, it's actually funny. Cause the big teams, they're basically their sponsorships are just they're like whatever. We, we we'll just put you on the car. Don't worry about the sponsorship because we're not actually racing. And I mean, it's a relationship, right? Thing too probably. And but but uh, as I learned uh, on the on uh, door bumper clear, Timmy Hill, um, he has actually been approached by different sponsors and saying, hey, listen, we'll, could you put us on the car? We'll give you we'll give you you know some money. You know, I think I, I, like a grill company was pro- was put on this car. You probably like a free grill out of it. Um, okay, but like putting it like over the top, <laughs> right by the actual grill of the car, elite sponsorship. Just damn, saying. Damn right. Let me. But yeah. So where this is all going is, I think it was this weekend, this last weekend, they were at the virtual Bristol Motor Speedway, and Bubba Wallace, a boy who love that man, our favorite driver. Correct. Uh, he was well. About the first t- couple laps, he was involved in a wreck that it wasn't his fault. Just some dipshits decided to wreck on like lap two, and he kind of just very typical for i racing. Yeah, if you're exa- not familiar, it, it, exa- that's yeah, very very which is par why for the I course. don't want to race street stocks on i racing anyway. Um, but basically, he got involved, and I guess which I think is really stupid is that with i racing with this series, they're allowing you to do two resets, which I think you shouldn't have any to be honest. No, because it's. I mean, it's supposedly to one be, and done. Yeah, just like an actual race. I mean. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, and so Bubba used one of his resets, and then Clint Boyer. I love you, Clint, but he just took Bubba the hell out. Yeah. And on like lap twenty. I did. I didn't see. He this, gave. So. He, I mean, he gave him no room whatsoever. Just dumped him, and Bubba was pissed. Uh, Bubba's, you know, but Bubba was streaming on Twitch. He was pissed off. And he kind of said, you know, this is why no one takes this shit seriously. I'm out. His stream goes black. He made, he, he rage quit. Yeah. Which, in a moment of epic gamer rage, Bubble Wallace backed <laughs> out of actually a nationally televised esports event. <laughs> yeah. And so, Blue Emu was sponsoring, I believe, I believe they were sponsoring Landon Castle and then Bubba. And later on, they were not very happy. Which, listen, I understand your, right, dri- your yeah. driver rage quit, but they, but then they basically said, cut ties with them and said, you know, we want racers, not quitters. Cool. <laughs> and listen, here's the thing: 
Blue Emu got more publicity out of that than they would have if he had right. finished the race. But here's the thing. As Brett was saying, like, listen, are there going to be people that are going to be like, hey, Blue, Blue Emu, you know, they got some, I don't even know what the hell they are. But, you know, cool, they got some recognition, and some people might I'll say... I'll be honest, it sounds like an ED drug. I, <laughs> I don't think it is, but... I don't think it is yeah. either, but that's just what it sounds like. But yeah, no. So basically, um, as Brett was saying this week, where it's, you know... Sure, they'll get some publicity. Some people might say, uh, some people might might not like Bubba, and they're saying, "Hey, their social media team—they were cool. I'll buy some of their stuff." Yeah. But people that like Bubba, or in general like racing, and think it's kind of a chicken shit move on their part, they're gonna say, "Screw that! I'll go to whatever company." I mean, yeah, it kind of depends on your stance. I, what do they actually do? Hold on. Uh, let's see. Number one, emu oil formula. Oh, it's it's like a pain relieving. Cream, oh, okay. It okay. looks like. Okay. Well, oh yeah, so it's like icy hot kind okay. of, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Glucosamine, MSM, varin, emu oil. Yeah. So it, it's a pain and arthritis cream, basically. Got it. Yeah. See. A lot of NASCAR fans are gonna say, you know what? Screw that! I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna support you. Yeah, yeah. So, Blue Emu, boo, we don't like you. Please, boo. Exactly. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. So that's I got, got, got for that. But, but uh, so speaking of NASCAR, there is more news, which not it's completely surprising, but it was announced that the next gen car was being delayed, which. Fair enough. If you can't test it, why would you right. shove well, it out? Makes listen, sense. a lot of people thought they, you know, they rushed the car tomorrow. That car was just universally disliked. Yeah. I so you got to make sure you get it right with the next gen. Yeah. So disappointing, but not surprising, and I don't hate it. I think just with everything going on now, you just gotta. You kind of gotta suck that one up. Yeah. Yeah. But we're stuck with the package that we have now for maybe another year. Which, boo. Not exciting, but I mean, they have a short track package though. The short track package is good, great. so there's at least that. Yeah, so it's just the one and a half milers. Yes, so. yes, but and, so and those our, are those are occasionally good. Our lovely one lug nutted uh, next gen car is sad. Not going to be out sooner. Sad. Yeah. Um. On to more positive news, though. Uh, rumors abound. <laughs> yes. In the Twitterverse. About a rematch between Phil Mickelson and the man himself, Tiger Woods. A mic'd up, kind of regular guy sort of match. Can they please be allowed to drink while they're playing? Dude, that'd be so good. I don't... Do they drink? I, I doubt Tiger does. I mean, it seems like they're more well maybe it's a bit different now that they're kind of i mean phil's also slimmed down a lot in the past couple years i mean now that they're on the back end of their career maybe they might not give a shit but yeah i mean i think it would be funny if uh they didn't have caddies and rode in the same cart (laughs) yeah that would be okay that would so that would be so so no cat no caddies they're riding the same cart they're mic'd up they're allowed to bet Whenever they want, how much? So, you know, they can just say situationally. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet you a thousand. Five hundred bucks. I hit the green from here. Or well, a thousand bucks. And I'm closer to the pin than you. Whatever. Yeah. yeah which that would be the gr- best television period. And Michael Jordan would want to weigh in on it. So, <laughs> I'm down for that. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's some bit of good news that I just 
I hope happens. Um, and again, I think it would have been this week that we would have been watching the Masters. It hurts. But it that's hurts. why we have Tiger Woods PGA if Tour. You're damn right, the Masters. Yeah, it hurts a lot. But I guess the one bit of good news with this is the fact that Augusta's tentatively been scheduled for November. Yes. Yes. In the fall. Which Augusta's? You thought Augusta was pretty then? Gorgeous, I would bet. Yeah. Nah, that was the dump. Now, um, the one thing I will say for the uh, the the rematch, it's gonna get tougher because I just got a lovely text mm-hmm. um, from my father okay. and Governor Steve Sisolak of Nevada. Yeah, has uh, ordered all golf courses to shut down. <sighs> well, our golf course and is probably not. <laughs> the, the last time this happened was at Shadow Ridge in Las Vegas. So oh. they can't go back there. Play Augusta. Play Augusta. Yeah, that'd be... I, I would not be opposed to that. <laughs> um, but yes, so there is some light uh, as far as that goes. Some good news. Uh, we'll, we'll, keep it, we'll keep it on the uh, Twitter uh, side for this one. <laughs> We had uh, <laughs> we had some news. Yeah, some so, news. So according to uh, what looked to be a Sports Center account, Colin Kaepernick had signed a one-year, eight million dollar contract with the New York Jets. Now I don't know why it's so damn hard for these reporters, but they one didn't click on the account, and they didn't check to make sure it was verified. Because that that tweet was made by none other than uh, Mr. Barry McCockner. Yes. Famous internet troll Barry McCockner. Famous sports Twitter troll Barry McCockner, who frequently masquerades as fake Ian Rappaport and fake Woj. Fake sports center. Fake sports center. Which he famously... (laughs) Which sounds like a TV or uh, an internet show on a website that shall not be named. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, uh, he, which he famously tricked Skip Bales into thinking that Chris Paul made fun of James Harden's man boobs in practice. <laughs> so, this, uh. and let me tell you, I think this man has, has like 10 different Twitter accounts because he's been banned, suspended multiple times. And it's honestly just people that, like Brady fans that just hate him. Well, yeah, I mean, he's the king of uh, <laughs> fake news and fake hot takes. Well, yeah. I mean... And the fake Ian Rappaport stuff is usually hilarious because it involves uh, like locker room altercations between (laughs) NBA superstars and things like that. I just, it's not that hard to check the name of the account, to check that it's verified. Most of these people have degrees in journalism. Yeah. Did they not have to cite their sources writing papers in college? Yeah, I just, like, listen. There's been a couple times, like even today, I for a second it got me, uh, because there was a a guy on uh, YouTube who does like NASCAR videos, who he like retweeted this uh, like tweet from it was like a fake Adam Stern where apparently Blue Emu was in a Sue Bubba Wallace, and I'm like, and for a split second I'm like, is that real? And then I like, first of all I saw the name, I'm like, oh, not Adam Stern. And then I click on it, I was like, oh, that's not Adam Stern. Yeah, I mean... It's just like, for a split second, it's like, oh, wait, what? It's a gotcha, but it takes, like, less than 30 seconds. Yeah, like, there are, sometimes there are, there are news, like, 
reports that are just so ridiculous. You're like, that's not real. And I'm like, oh, it is. I.e. DeAndre Hopkins trade. Yeah. Kind of like that. I would have assumed that that came from a troll account if I had actually read that. Yeah. And yet. Here we are. Here we are. Also, let me just say that the Texans trade away more for... For uh, Brandon Cooks. That, who is overpaid than for DeAndre Hopkins, who was a top five receiver in the NFL. Now... Good job. Yeah. Horrific mismanagement on that. Um, what I will say about Brandon Cooks, he can be really good. Uh, we saw flashes of that. He's, a, he's also not, near, like, not but even close to DeAndre Hopkins. He's nothing close to DeAndre Hopkins. And he spent a lot of last year hurt. Which I mean, so he, that on its own is pretty questionable. If you saw what, what the Rams Patriots Super Bowl and Brandon Cooks got absolutely laid out and got a concussion. I mean, yeah, that yeah. is one concussion away from lights out. Yeah, um, really. Career done. Really. Uh, let's see. Well, well, I guess we can go to our almost weekly fuck the Astros segment. Borderline weekly. Yeah. Uh, well, this is more. Well, this is a little Manfred. bit different because Rob Manfred is still the worst commissioner of any sports okay. league. So obviously, the punishments itself were horseshit. I think that there have been multiple. There should be multiple Astros players that are kicked out of baseball for life. Um, and I think that's yes. reason, And I think that's reasonable. I believe so. Altuve, Bregman, Correa, get them all, get them the fuck out of here. Um, but. Um, they basically got a one-year suspension. It was AJ Hinch, uh, Alex Cora, who was who was the Red Sox manager, and then Jeff Luna, who they just fired because, well, one, he's kind of a piece of shit, and well, he was involved in the cheating scandal. Which Jeff Luna by is one of the best talent evaluators in baseball, so he'll probably get a job at some point. I don't know. Disgusting, I, but yes, he's. I mean, he found Altuve, he found Correa, he found Bregman. I mean. So my problem is I don't even know that they're that good. That's fair point. I mean, I mean maybe they they rose through the ranks honestly, but we don't know. Did they reach the top honestly? We don't know. Well, we know they didn't reach the top honestly. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah we do know that. <laughs> we do know that. But yeah, so Rob Manfred said it was like a couple weeks ago where he said he was asked about if the season's canceled, what's going to happen to these suspensions, and he said that these will count as complete suspensions. Which is the most garbage thing I have ever heard. So other than a couple... Hey, so the bus broke down on the way to the prison. We're going to let you guys off the hook. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that surprising. I mean, they already screwed up with... Well, the entire Astros investigation, to be Everything. honest. I mean, you know, and honestly, it came out a couple, like a week or so ago, that if the the season doesn't happen, players will receive service time. Yeah. Which I get. Yeah. If Mookie doesn't resign, it screws over the Dodgers because that means he could never play a single game in the Do- in Dodger uniform and just leave. Um, but. Every time baseball gives me something to be happy about, they just punch me in the balls. Sure seems that. <laughs> I mean, listen, I there was some positive news surrounding Mookie. It seems like he likes LA so far. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's going to be up to Andrew Freeman to empty out empty out his bank account. Basically, yeah. which you know what, my thing with Andrew Freeman is that he's with these one and done guys. He's not he's not re-signed any of them. 
but that's because they weren't right, I guess. I mean, because I, I would assume Andrew Freeman saw what Manny Machado was doing in the World Series and was like, I don't want him in my clubhouse, which... Can't be bothered to hustle. Yeah. Y- yeah. Um, and then, you know, Yu Darvish, which I thought they should have kept him, to be honest. Especially knowing, Especially what, now know now. knowing what happened. Yeah. I mean, I which I... Although I don't, I understand why he he didn't want to give what the Cubs gave you, Darvish. I completely get that. Yeah. Um, but I think that for what they gave up for Mookie Betts, they, I mean, listen, they got a great deal, but they still had to give up Alex Verdugo and a couple of their prospects. This is the type of trade that Andrew Freeman makes where he's saying, "We're not letting this guy leave." Hopefully, hopefully not. And if he doesn't leave, I am absolutely getting a Mookie Betts jersey. No question mm-hmm. about that. Um. And, you know, Mookie's universally loved around baseball. Maybe not so much in Boston anymore, but that's, that could be for other reasons. Um, um, you know. Uh, but, yeah, M- Rob Manfred is um, not my favorite. I, yeah. The, there are shining examples of what a commissioner should be. Adam Silver. Adam Silver, exactly. And what they shouldn't be. And Manfred is like right there with France in terms oh, of like oh, bad yeah. decisions. Yeah. I mean, it's it's honestly like the France family and Adam or uh Rob Manfred. Then right below that is Roger Goodell. And then Gary Bettman and then just Adam Silver is just like the pinnacle of what a commissioner should be. See, the issue is Goodell at least makes his people money. Baseball's had declining yeah. attendance and yeah. viewing numbers for like yeah. the last 10 years. Listen, Roger Goodell does stupid shit. Um, but he's but, really good at making money. Yeah, and listen, I he's tried to make, make the game safer, which I can appreciate. I applaud, yeah. Now, when they're, it's the stupid pa- or, uh, roughing the passer rule, that's uh, yikes, pass interference. And it, that did get sorted out, to be fair. It, no, it did. It did. I mean, thankfully, it didn't It didn't actually cost the Packers a lot or a win. I mean, well, they tied the Vikings in a game that should have ended in a win, but they didn't lose that game. Right. And then they, they did actually beat the Bears. So, they never came back to screw the Packers out of a, out of a win, but... I mean that shouldn't be the metric for a good rule, but I understand. Where well, you're I mean, hey, from. for I mean for me at least, I mean it, it was a stupid rule, but they for the most part got it figured out. Mm. So speaking of pass interference rules, I this is kind of off topic, but I just here we go. Yeah, rant number two. I know where this is going. <laughs> what Let's you, hear what, it. What do you think it's what, it's going? You're about to tee off on Cam Jordan. Oh yeah, there you go. Yep. <laughs> so the Saints got to be the whiniest bunch. Of whatever you want to call them. Cameron Jordan was asking... Aspirers to the throne? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, he was asking an AMA about like the, what's like the worst blown call you've had. And it was... I, there's been a couple. And his response was, oh, the, the, the Rams won, no question. It's, he, he basically went off about how it was bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the hell up. And listen... How are you still on about this? How are you still on about this? Well, listen... I don't like the Rams, so I was pissed at the beginning too. But a few a few weeks later, after they were still bitching and Michael Thomas is still whining about it, it's like, all right, well, I don't like you guys anymore. Yeah, it's interesting. You, you they, wind away your goodwill, yeah, for sure. 
I mean, listen, in the in the divisional round against this or the wild card game against the uh, Vikings, you guys could. I think they actually. I think there was some call in that game that kind of screwed them. Which, mm-hmm. hey, if your safety didn't trip over his own dick, you guys would have been fine. If your safety remembered the basics of a good tackle. <laughs> Instead um, of uh, attempting a senton flip into uh, uh-huh. Stefan Diggs. Also, by the way, uh, in that game against the, in the Rams, so the Rams got the field goal. Did the game? Did the Saints have another possession or to go directly to overtime? Uh, the Vikings game. No, the uh, Rams. Rams oh, one. Um, I th- I think that uh, Zerline hit hit a game a, a field goal to take it into OT. I think so. But here's the thing. Guess what? The Saints got the ball back. First, jeez, I that was a while ago. I only really remember the play. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. Listen, it was a, it was a. Oh horrible. god, it was two years ago. That's so. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, listen, it, is, it was a horrible call. Don't get me wrong. It was, but okay, you guys could have got a stop. It didn't, and the Rams kicked field goal, went to overtime, and and a team that depends on a lucky break or one blown call probably shouldn't be winning the game anyway. Right. And that's and that's the thing that's the thing that always made me mad about the about like the Packers fans. There's been a couple really heartbreaking losses. One, the Cardinals game where Aaron Rodgers threw a hail mary and Jeff Janis caught it. The game went to overtime and then Larry Fitzgerald did what Larry Fitzgerald does and broke my heart. Um, which, listen, it was shitty defense. You can you can talk about the overtime rules all you want. They suck. Which you, they do. But they you do. didn't. But you didn't make a play. No. That's over. Then the Seattle game, NFC Championship, Packers are up sixteen to zero with like two and a half minutes left, or sixteen to three, whatever it was. Enough. First of all, Mike McCarthy did what Mike McCarthy does: gets to a lead and just kind of hey, run the ball, punt, 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 punt. Oh, look at that! The Seahawks got a score. All right, we get some points back in the two possession game. We're good. Punt, punt. Oh, look! The Seahawks scored again, and now it's a one possession game. Oh, whoops, muffed uh, muffed onside kick. Seattle ties the game. The Packers go down. Go down, or No, the Seahawks took the lead, I think. Rodgers goes down, ties the game. They go to overtime. Once again, Packers blow an overtime like they usually do in playoff games. Now, if I remember the game correctly, I think it actually was pretty close to whether it was an interception by Tremont Williams or a catch. I think I remember that correctly, but they called it a catch. But here's the thing, that was an iffy call. But the Packers were up by two possessions with like two minutes left to go in the Super Bowl. If you can't make if you can't make that stop, you have to rely on the refs giving you the win. You shouldn't. Go you to shouldn't Super Bowl. get the win. Right. Yeah. And then there was the fail Mary against the Seahawks in the regular season with the replacement refs, where the Packers, where I forget who it was, but it was a pretty clear interception. The game should have been over. They called it a touchdown. Guess what? Bat the ball down. Yeah. I, if you're if you're seriously saying that one call blew the game, you're wrong, and your team didn't deserve the win. Anyway. Right. Yeah. That's why. Again. The no, pack, I 100 percent agree. The pack, like, yeah, there's pivotal calls. <laughs> sure, but if you're gonna hold it up and say, "Oh, we would have won if the refs had adjudicated it differently," you didn't deserve. No, win. I mean, and, and again, there were Seahawks fans saying that Jimmy Graham was short, which, by the way, he wasn't. I think this is probably the sixth time that you've brought that up on this podcast. I mean, probably. It's just annoying. <laughs> no, um, it's fair. It's fair. Um, again, you rely on the refs to call him short when he one he wasn't to get a stop. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I, I just, I, I think a few years ago I was, pro I probably, I've gotten better about like acknowledging, oh, my team didn't get screwed. They just blew it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, st listen, I still think to this day that Vince Young, his knee was absolutely down in the, in the national championship game. That was 2005, 2006. I know I'm not still salty. Um, but again, it's one call. Now a cheating scandal. I will absolutely say the Dodgers were screwed out of the 2017. Different story. Completely, they were much compl different. They were completely story. screwed. I, yeah, no. And listen, that different, year, different I deal. I think the Dodgers like it was the Ashers, Ashers and the Yankees in the ALCS. I think the Dodgers were the pretty. I think they just think they were the better team. Period. Yeah, I think the Dodgers would have won that series in five or six games. Probably. Um. Now I think it's another story. I think I would still say Dodgers in six or seven, but again closer. Um. But I just, I get so sick of hearing people saying that their team got screwed because of one call at the end of the game. Yeah. Especially when either they had control the entire game and just blew it. Yeah. Or they could have made, or like that play that happened, they get the ball back and still, and still didn't yeah, weren't able to score. Yeah, exactly. Which, again, if we're going back to the Rams game, they, okay, the Rams got a field goal, game went to OT. Drew Brees, which you argue is better than Aaron Rodgers, throws a pick in overtime. Rams win. Mm -hmm. Where, and again, I like Drew Brees, but Saints fans—he's supposedly better than Aaron Rodgers. He should go win that game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not so much about the debate there, but you gotta you gotta pull it out, right? I mean, at least I mean at least get a field goal. Yeah, Brees threw a pick. Yeah, I mean, and you know, then Michael Thomas is always whining about something usually about that one game that it's yeah it's amazing how the enduring legacy <laughs> that that game has had in like three years it's just all i can say is thank you rams for showing everyone how whiny the saints are and also just how god-awful refereeing decisions can be well yeah i mean uh, Cam Jordan. Anything that creates evaluation is good, I think. Yeah, no, for sure. And I don't necessarily blame Cam as much, because, I mean, it was a fair question. If that stuck out, but then to go on and rant about it, right. rather than say, yeah, it was this play. That's the one that sticks out. I mean, I mean listen. like This and this and this if and that, and this is how I feel about it, and it was, yeah. Listen, if, if I was a Saints player and I was asked that in like a AMA, I'd be like, yeah, that was, it was a blown call. But... It was a blown call, and I'm still a little salty about it. Yeah. and <laughs> Just... And, but you can go on and say, like, look, it happens. It sucks. But we also had a chance to win in overtime. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you could say that, or you could just say, look, it happen It happens. And yeah. we, didn't, we just didn't get the job done. Yeah. Not, oh, this is, it was a horseshit call, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I no. agree. And I think we've talked about this for long enough. Yeah, I think so. So let's go. Moving on. Uh, let's uh, jump on into our baseless speculation <laughs> uh, for this episode, which is uh, uh, similar to a question we posed on the last one, uh, which rather than what do you want back if you get one thing back, what do you think will be back first? I mean. Thoughts? It's hard not to say golf. 
That's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. Um, I think golf. I I also want to say baseball only because it seems like baseball's trying, like they're really trying to get the season moving. I say golf because it poses less of oh, yeah. a organizational challenge. Oh yeah, well uh, yeah, it's one person. It's yeah, one person in their caddy. It's one person in their caddy. It's no spectators. No spectators. It's not. It would not be that hard to stand ten feet apart at a tee box. Right. Um, and yeah, so by taking away the spectators, hey, you. Re- not only do you re- remove distractions, like yeah, bad viewing experience. If you want to get live. Be heckled. Yes, the main <laughs> downfall of that is that Patrick Reed won't be annoyed by a jangling change or whatever. <laughs> yep. Mm. And there will be fewer people to catch him building sandcastles with his wedges. But Mm -hmm. I just can't help but think that, I mean, golf has dates set. Right. Organizationally, it's the easiest to bring back. I say it's got to be golf. Because if it's not golf, it's a motorsport at an empty arena. Which probably. Even, I don't, like NASCAR has said they're not going to go until they get the all clear, basically. Good. Which would be good. And two... I mean, yeah, they have the drivers and the but there's drivers, there's pit crew, there's car chiefs, there's you know engineers, there's a lot there's more truck drivers, involved. there's yeah. you know, and you know one team like one team might have as many as like a basketball team, plus the plus the truck drivers and everyone else. Yeah. So I just the haulers, and there's any kind and of... there's thirty like there's thirty eight forty cars at every race. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, not to mention that's just the Cup Series. Yes. So and you've got you know two lower tier series behind that that also are yeah which have maybe a couple less people per team but they also have they still have but they still thirty eight forty yeah, cars yeah I mean same almost the same volume right so I don't think racing's gonna come to- come back it's gonna come back whenever everything else does and, I I and, gotta say and so. the difference is at least we have something to kind of tie us over yeah we can watch the i racing races we can watch whatever we can we can actually race we can watch uh rebroadcasts of old races which, and complain about old feuds which god bless nascar for or for reposting old races because those are so much fun or we can throw down a blind bet on al actual <laughs> <Virtual> camel <laughs> oh yeah the single best <laughs> sporting event to happen this week a virtual camel race and it was what like 29 cents or something i bet 50 cents and one dollar fifty Woo! <laughs> thank you Bovada. that's paying for my dr pepper <laughs> yeah that was that was great virtual camel races my virtual dude. <laughs> camel races yep oh man, man i miss sports you, you know you you know you miss sports or you're just a degenerate when you're betting on virtual camel races it could be both it is both Speaking of somebody who uh, oh, is trying really hard not to miss sports, oh, God. we got to talk about this. <laughs> Dana, White. Dana White, the sentient tomato, mm-hmm. he has created Fight Island. Yes. An island with undisclosed coordinates where people will come and I assume duel to the death in various crazy <laughs> arenas. Correct. I think that Dana got into whatever it is that Joe was smoking. I mean, probably. While watching Enter the Dragon. They probably smoked it together. Because that is 100% what this sounds like. 
you're gonna fight in a tournament yeah. on a secluded island. I guess to be fair, in Enter the Dragon, it was an island <laughs> off the coast of Hong Kong. I want to say. Yeah. But really. Yeah. And Millionaire they, dude founds funds private island fight tournament. And then this is the definition of a kung fu movie. Yeah. And also, can I say I'm a hundred percent here for this? Oh yeah, I am all about it, man. I don't know who's giving him flack, but it's <laughs> this is not only is this perfectly on brand. Yeah, I would actually genuinely love to see this. Yeah, for me, for me, it's just it's also interesting to me how they just canceled ufc 249 which that's not well okay Um, i I understand why because khabib tony has been supposed to happen i think it's five times now and it just hasn't yeah and so they were just desperately trying to carry this one because this was supposed to be the fight yeah well of this year the last three years probably i think maybe even longer than that God, I miss our fight nights. So, I understand them trying to carry it. And, I mean, Dana is kind of the type to try to carry it as long D- as possible. Dana's Again, is totally on brand for him, I think. Um, just as on brand as a island martial arts tournament. Mm-hmm. Potentially with a dude with an eye patch who's missing a hand and screws <laughs> knives into it in order to attack our heroes. Beautiful. Um possibly i don't know it's also distinctly possible that they're making opium in secret caves on the island duh uh but that's that's how they like fight the next day yeah yeah that's that would be a hey man that's how alexander the great did it (laughs) and sort of how the blitzkrieg was sustained so yeah, this... Uh... Proto-UFC was sustained by dudes doing unbelievable amounts of steroids to help recover from fights. <laughs> I mean, and then the UFC decided they wanted to go legit and actually start testing people. And then John Bone Jones decided to say, just say, I'll keep saying Oh, yeah, else. we didn't talk about that oh, either. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the UFC <laughs> and bad decisions... John Bones Jones. John Bones Jones. John perpetually in trouble with the law Jones. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, reckless use of a firearm. I think. I thought it was on a DUI. I there was something. There was some firearm charge in there as of well. Of course, there was. I am fairly certain. I will double check right now. But if I recall correctly, it was uh, something to. I think it might have been like a DWI, but it was. Oh, DWI, yeah. Uh, let's see. Arrested for a suspected DWI. Current, yeah, light heavyweight champion. Uh, yeah, it was a DWI. It was a DWI. I thought that they were initially trying to give him, like, a reckless discharge of a firearm as well. Because the reason he was pulled over was because they had heard a gunshot. Oh. Um... But I don't, I don't know if that one ever stuck. I see. Well. But yeah, so he got popped. He's since worked out a plea deal. Of course. Um, but good lord, dude. I don't... I don't want to make any comment because I don't want to be eaten. But... Mm, um, yeah. Two in the morning. Bah! Bah! 
Yeah, because I seriously think that somebody who stands at the pinnacle of their sport would be vindictive enough to drive all the way to Bumble <laughs> Nowhere, Utah. <laughs> I mean, um, you never know. You never know. I guess he probably doesn't have anything better to do right now. I mean, Alan Bell probably. Other than, you know, serve whatever <laughs> penalty. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, dude. Yeah, I hope he gets his shit together, but unlikely. We'll have to see with that. Yeah. Um, that's all I have for this week. Obviously, these episodes are going to be smaller and more frequent. Or less frequent. <laughs> just because there's not as much to talk about. Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to add for this week? Yeah, not really. I actually was shocked that I got that much on the board. Yeah. Yes. And, and added a couple things. Yes, yes. All right, well, uh, thank you guys for joining us on this uh, bite-sized, yeah, maybe two-bite episode, two-bit episode. Um, hopefully, we will see you guys again next week. Everybody stay safe, stay separated, yeah. and wash your hands. Please.